Welcome and thanks for joining us for this week's encouraging and faith-building message from C3 Topol. For more information about C3 Topol, visit our website c3churchtopol.org.nz. Now for this week's message. Got to tell you, I've actually, you know, I said this once in church a long time ago. I'd never cried in front of people as much as I had when I joined C3 Topol. And, uh, you know, it's one of the things where I was like watching Pastor Mark and he'd kind of cry. And I'm like, man, this is interesting. I'm from South Africa. You don't really see it. And I thought again, I'm like, man, this is like interesting. But there was a sensitivity when you open yourself up to what God has to say to each one of us. He's always speaking to each one of us so uniquely, so individually. And sometimes we get caught up in going, what is he saying to us? I wonder what he said to Leah or Marie. Or, but God's speaking to you. Just like he spoke to me. And tonight I want to encourage us and empower us with a message. We're carrying on. Sorry, in the middle of the floor. Sorry, guys, you can sit down. Um, otherwise, I'll just have you there the whole time. It's so awesome. Just keeps the vibe going. But we're in such an incredible series, Catch the Fox. And, uh, you know, when Pastor Mark started this series, I don't know it was a series when he first started, but I was like, man, that's such a good message. All his messages are really good, by the way. Uh, but Catch the Fox. I was like, man, that's really cool. You know, and it wasn't just about catching. It was actually about killing this fox and it started getting better and better but then last week we found out this was a series and and it really excited my spirit to actually be able to speak around this catch the fox because there are so many of them in our life that uh, upset our vineyard they are there to do some harm and damage they're not there to look friendly and pretty and be pets there they are there to be removed they are going to turn up they are going to show up uh, and tonight I want to encourage us and empower us song of songs 215 catch for us the foxes the little foxes that ruin the vineyards our vineyards that are in bloom we need to take back control of our vineyards we need to take back control of our minds, of our thoughts, of our purposes that we know are in us, but have maybe somehow been taken from us or ruined or damaged in some way by a little fox that snuck in. And tonight we're going to look at one in particular. You know, we live in such a busy world, and I know that we can all relate to this, but we're surrounded by distractions. We're surrounded by, by entertainment, social media. Like I'm more challenged talking to people now than I ever have because you have to talk through a phone because most of the time you're having a conversation and a text message comes up and a phone pops up and so we live in this place where distraction is so simple it's the little things that they they don't ever seem as big as they are like it's just an iphone or an android or whatever you're using or it's just a text message in the midst of a conversation that may be very real for someone else or it may just be a facebook post in the moment of goodness because no one posts them when it's a bad moment i don't know about you but i don't see them very often but there is things happening all around us and often we can neglect what's happening right inside each one of us we neglect the things that are inside each of us. And so tonight we're going to catch the anxiety fox. Um, this is a sneaky little thing. And anxiety, you know, there's something to be said about practical application. Um, so when you're kind of thinking about a fox and then you kind of think, oh, an anxious fox, that would be interesting. And then you're like, hey, you should preach. And you go, oh, boy. <laughs> I'm just going to squash that anxiety fox and just kick it back in its den. But John 14.1 says this, Do not let your hearts be troubled. You believe in God, 
believe also in me. This is Jesus speaking to his disciples uh, in John 14. And he's, he's kind of getting them ready for what's about to take place. He's getting their hearts prepared for the crucifixion. He is about to be crucified. And, and he's trying to get these guys ready, talk them through what is about to take place. And we need to not let our hearts be troubled. We have an option, the ability to allow or not allow our hearts to become troubled. You know, this scripture It says, do not let your hearts. And so I find that intriguing that there's almost like this option that we can either go, yes, let's be troubled, or no, let's not be troubled. It's as if that rests solely on me to allow a fox to enter into my vineyard because I let it come and trouble me. But that's on me. I let it. And that one fox that comes in because we let it in, starts to become this little anxious fox that, as Pastor Mark shared a couple of weeks ago, invites his little buddy called Worry. And now you start worrying that your vintage is going to become something that it's not. And so now you start to go, well, if worry and anxiety are there, what about a bit of doubt? Because, oh my goodness, I now start to doubt whether I am who I am meant to be. Or do I believe that God is actually for me and not against me? Do I start to believe the authority that is in me is that same authority that is in Christ? And we start to fear creeps in. And we have to come back and just actually set in place this one trap to catch this one little fox because he starts off little. He's not some big thing that walks in and goes, hey, yo, welcome, I'm anxiety. It starts off something so little. It's like probably one of the littlest foxes. You know, I recently owned a a truck, a big Nissan Navara in Tauranga. Not a Navara, sorry, a Safari. And I just walked past it one day. It had big truck tires on it. I walked past and it had this little metal bullet. Didn't seem like much, but it was wedged in the wheel. Like it was right in there, ready to pop. Now, I'd been driving that thing for who knows how long and it never was an issue at all. But when I saw it, Something so little started to cause a lot of anxiety in me that something might happen at any moment. This tire could pop, this bullet shell could do something strange in my tire, and I would either be in an accident, cause an accident, or it's going to cost me a lot of money. And so every time I got in that vehicle, no longer was I going from A to B safe and ready and macho because I'm in a big truck. But now I was always worried that something was going to go wrong. I started to be fearful that something was going to take place. I started to let anxiety start to rule my thoughts and my mind, and I no longer found myself in peace. You know, we need to make sure that the overwhelming presence of anxiety, this fox that it carries, does not overrun and ruin our vineyards. We've been talking about how these foxes, they come into our minds You know, it's this illustration of of something happening inside of our minds that we let take control in such a powerful way. And we actually, just as it says in John 14, have the, the power, the authority to actually let ourselves be troubled or to actually believe in Jesus also because the disciples believed in God. But now Jesus was saying, now you too need to believe in me. And if you do so, then do not let your hearts be troubled. Do not let this little anxiety fox ruin your vineyard. Who loves mice? Oh yeah, great. So we've definitely uh, destroyed the mouse-loving fans, uh, except Daniel, he put his hand up. We lived 
<laughs> we lived in the most incredible place uh, in Tauranga called Two Shady Lane. Uh, that was our actual address, number Two Shady Lane. Uh, and yes, our street thing got stolen almost every day as soon as a new one was replaced. Uh, but we lived at this place. It was old. It was uh, surrounded by Tamarilla Vineyard. So we actually were like living in this exact story that I'm talking about. And we were in the master bedroom. Ethan uh, wasn't very young. Uh, he was very young at this stage. And uh, Briley and I were in this main bedroom. And we had in this main bedroom an ensuite. And one night we went to bed, and this ensuite uh, just started making some interesting noises. And I was, uh, you know, I'd only been in the country about four years at this time, so I still had some South African anxiety that had followed me into New Zealand. Uh, it's pretty real. And, uh, and I was lying in bed thinking, oh my goodness, there's something like in our house. So I kind of get up and I walk over to the, the, the um, walk-in wardrobe and I have a listen. And I'm like, man, there's something in the wall. What could it be? And so I do what everyone would normally do and puts their ear and you start following around on the wall to locate where this noise is coming from. And Briley's in bed still, and she's kind of gone to sleep because she sleeps through anything. But this noise was really infiltrating my dreams, my being, my all that I was. And so I had to locate this noise because I just, I was so anxious. I wanted to know what it was first to identify the problem. And then I was trying to work out what I'm going to do about it. So anyway, I discovered that it's right down low, and it's a mouse inside the wall. Now... I'm not really sure how you usually deal with this kind of problem, but because I am from South Africa, it's normal to carry a weapon of some kind in your bedroom in case uh, someone comes in. And living in Tauranga on a shady street, it could possibly have happened. But you see, I had a very unique weapon because I loved snowboarding, and I didn't just like normal snowboarding. I liked the snowboarding where you go to places that no one else goes because it's too slippery. So I had an ice pick. That's right, an ice pick, and it was a lethal looking, it had serrated edges with jagged edges, this thing was ready to destroy something. And so I slid it from underneath my bed because that's where you keep an ice pick. And I walked over to the wall and I thought, you know what, this is a rental, but it's not well looked after, so another hole might just not actually go amiss. And so I kind of look with my ear to the wall again, listening. And I'm like, this is where it is. And with absolute determination, absolute boldness and courage, I swung this ice pick as hard as I could. Because if you do it half-hearted, I didn't really know how soft the walls were. And so I went as hard as I could and whack, straight into the wall. Now, at that moment, you kind of wonder if you've made more mess than you should have, if you were that pinpoint accurate with an ice pick. But I pulled it out. And no blood flowed from the hole. So, you know, if you love pets and mice, it was, it's okay. But you see, in this moment, I realized that I wasn't going to find any peace lying in my bed, allowing this noise, this squeaking, this scratching, this infuriating sound that was scratching in the walls. It wasn't going to allow me to sleep. And so I could not find peace in the midst of this little anxiety moment that I was having. There was no way I was going to allow this thing to disturb me either because I desperately needed my sleep. And so what I want us to look at tonight is that anxiety is often something so small, but it can disrupt us so massively. 
And we need to take control of anxiety in our life because I'm sure that each one of us can relate to what it feels like to be anxious in one way or another. It is not a fun feeling to wake up anxious whether you're going to get a job or not. It's not a fun feeling waking up anxious whether you've got into an exam or into a school study or into anything or whether you're going to pass your learner's license. You have an anxiety with inside of you, but it starts to take more control than it should. And we need to not allow this little fox of anxiety any more room than it probably already has. We need to sort it out tonight. We need to never let it come back because it has a habit of coming back. But at least we can put in place a trap that if it ever did come back, we know what we can do and put in place for that little anxious uh, dude. And so I had to take action. I just had to take action. When we sit and do nothing, nothing happens. That's just how it is. It's as if we sit back and just watch the anxiety in our world grow. And all that does is make us fearful, depressed, doubtful. And we continue to ask questions that in the first place weren't really even a real question anyway. Things become skewed. Decisions become murky. And focus becomes blurred. Tonight we're going to trap this fox. The one that's going to catch this anxiety fox is peace. Peace. Now, we're all like, you know, peace. Whoa, peace. What kind of trap is peace? Well, I looked up the word peace and see what the world says peace is. This is clearly not apparent. Freedom from distraction or disturbance. It is tranquility. Now, Since I've been a parent, I obviously have never experienced worldly peace because I'm not free from distraction and I have not found tranquility, although my kids are amazing. But what I've discovered is this isn't the way that God brings peace because he brings peace to us. And we're going to look at that in just a second. But from Christ, peace is the ability to to keep calm and faithful through our many distractions, bringing peace to an atmosphere that we are in. You see, if we are in a vineyard that is not just broken and decrepit, but actually in bloom, that it actually is a beautiful place to look after and protect with flowers and fruit that is about to come. That's what the scripture is talking about, to get rid of these little foxes that are ruining our vineyard that is in bloom. It's beautiful. And so when we look at what we have, each one of us has something unique, individual, and beautiful inside of us. And anxiety is one of those little foxes that's going to come in and just destroy something that God has created to be so beautiful. The dream that you have. A little bit of anxiety can put years of pause on maybe the most amazing and beautiful dream. We've been talking about dreams in a a connect group that I'm in. And the power, the freedom, the excitement, the creativity that takes place when you step above anxious thoughts and step into a place to dream, not only to dream, but to be creative, to actually believe again in something that God has placed inside of our hearts. But so often that has been snifled or ruined because we've allowed anxiety to creep in. Maybe that dream's not from God. Maybe he doesn't want me to lead worship because I'm just not as good as the person next to me. And we start to let anxiety, maybe I'm just not as good as a work person as the guy next to me because he's always getting celebrated. Or, well, maybe there's an identity problem. You see, anxiety starts off as something so little, but grows into something so powerful if we let it. 
And tonight, I want to encourage us that we need to stop letting our anxiety fox do harm where it is not allowed to be. We need the peace of God to come in. Philippians 4, 7 says this, The peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. It is in prayer, it is in worship, it is in relationship with the Father that we actually find ourselves setting this trap of peace to overcome and catch this fox of anxiety because it is in peace that we find a calmness. It is in this peace that we find a settled spirit where we don't worry, we don't freak out when something happens because we so often react to something so much bigger when something so small takes place that we're not ready for. When trials come, when that little fox shows up, we can stand in peace. We are not shaken and we are not moved because Christ is our foundation. So how do we set this trap? How do we set a trap of peace in our world? For me, this has been a real challenge. I don't really sleep well. I actually never used to sleep well. And then my mum actually has the same problem. And I found out my grandmother has the same problem. So it's kind of like this generational thing almost. And you can just allow that to be a part of my world. Or I can go, well, actually, I don't like being anxious when I go to sleep. I want to be at peace. Just like my wife, as soon as she hits the pillow, it's like I can't even say goodnight quick enough because she's just, she's anxious free. She is filled with peace. Now, Don't get me wrong, if you're not sleeping well, I'm not saying you don't have peace. But for me, it was finding a place where I had to really deal to anxious thoughts. What will tomorrow bring? I had to actually seek Christ through prayer and actually believe that He was listening. I had to read my word. You know, we we just take this so for granted. We really do. This is the word of God. If I wanted to know more about someone around the world, I'd read their autobiography or their biography, just learn something about them. John 14, 27 says, peace, now this is Jesus, to his disciples, peace I leave with you, my peace I give you, I do not give you as the world gives, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. It is the same chapter And he says to the disciples twice not to let your hearts be troubled. They've been with Jesus and seen some incredible moments with him. And as he's moving to the next journey of his life, he's empowering them, not with love. You know, go go in love or go in faith or go in miracles. All of these things are great. But he leaves them peace. I just want to finish with this. What an incredible parting gift to receive from Jesus. Peace. Peace. That as we pray, when we're going through a valley, that as we pray and seek God, that He will meet us where we are. And peace is what He gives us. Not any peace, not worldly peace, not tranquility, not freedom from any disturbances but actually peace so that we can get through the valleys that we're in. Because when we get through the valleys we're in, we come to mountaintop moments and we can celebrate knowing that we came through not anxious, not fearful, not doubtful that maybe God's going to do something, but knowing with all our hearts, 
peacefully making it through the valley because Christ is with us. When we pray, when we ask, He gives. He meets us where we're at. His Word. So many instructions. So many great moments to look at that reflect into our own life today. Such a relevance. You know, that same peace that He gave to the disciples, that same peace is for you and I today. Peace is a powerful trap when we partner it with an anxious fox because we don't allow it to stir us or frustrate us or fluster us in any way. But it is in the calmness, the cool head, keeping focused that just as Christ said to his disciples, he left them peace. His peace he left you so that they would not have troubled hearts. That same peace gives us courage to know that as we step, that Christ steps with us, for he is in us and we are in him. Therefore, we can do all things in Christ Jesus. We can overcome fear. We can overcome doubts. We can overcome anxiety. We can overcome the generational habits of abuse, addiction, the normality of injustice. We just think these things were passed down from generations. We can overcome because Christ has already overcome. And he has given us his peace so that our hearts are not troubled and we no longer need to be afraid. Thank you for joining us for this week's podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. Have a blessed week.